0: welcome to the akashic reading podcast presented by akashicreading.com the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom or at least stop digging the hole any deeper i'm your host terry uktena and today we'll be moving beyond soul books as oracle in order to more fully explore the soul relationship there are times when my students tell me okay i've gone through all the lessons in the class now what? To which I shake my head. At other times, they're completely baffled by the experience they're having because the soul book is behaving in a seemingly capricious manner rather than like a computer or a DVD player. So this week, I thought I'd try and clear some of these things up. Let's start with what a soul book is not. These include being like a regular book or document. Soul books resemble this because form follows function, but this is the extent of the similarity. They're not a computer taking commands and spitting out actions. They're also not an oracle foretelling the future or an authority guiding the individual. Nor are they some type of device or reference material which must respond to commands regardless of the consequences. So what are they? Each individual soul book is an aspect of their soul. It's a part of them and not in a wishful sort of way. It's not only a video team recording their interactions during their embodied life. It's also the communication portal used by their teacher and team of guides for monitoring purposes at any given moment. It's the means by which the life plan the individual built is recorded the tool they will use to do their life review after the embodiment is complete, and a means to track their progress in all aspects of the embodied life. Moving on to actually working with a soul book, one question I get quite often is, how can I read soul books for others? There are a number of differences between reading your own soul book and reading a soul book for someone else. It's important to remember A soul book is not an inanimate object, but a part of a person's soul, and so reading it is the same as entering into a conversation. Just as a person speaks one way with family and another with peers or acquaintances, so too does a soul book interact with people. An Akashic reader, reading a soul book for someone, is able to interact with the book as a living reference work, in the same way the individual's guides and teacher do. They're able to move between sections, look deeply into specific subjects as necessary, cross-reference things between sections, and ask for clarification which they aren't seeing in the moment, which might be relevant. Like a nurse handing a surgeon the necessary tools in the moment, soul books act as support for an Akashic reading. An Akashic reader who is relying on a soul book to guide the reading or provide inspiration or insight has not yet learned their craft and is working as a medium. While this method can have positive results, it's not an actual Akashic reading and rarely provides any answers or insights, but instead provides a puzzle of symbols for the individual to sort out. It's not enough to be able to access a soul book to read for somebody else. You have to have achieved expertise in reading soul books in all of their complexity at a high level and at speed while being available to the individual for questions and interaction. So like any spiritual practice, it requires you to have done your own homework. Healer, heal thyself, or in this case, Akashic Reader, Know thy soul book. The experience for someone who is reading or working with their own soul book is remarkably different from that of a reader. Individuals working with their own soul book do not meet a dispassionate supporter, but themselves. The soul book conversation they enter into is somewhat like working with a therapist, and on the other hand, like talking with an older sibling. Interactions could be light and exploratory, or revolutionary, as the soul book points out things which need to be remembered, or which would help in making current choices. It could also be very direct and confrontational, or even interventionist, depending on the needs of the individual in the moment. Soul books in this situation act very much like a trip through the looking glass. Instead of providing pages full of text and static images, they provide pages, which are doorways or windows to go through, and directly experience the information. They open up 3D holograms of information which can be watched, or they reach out to the reader in some form to entice them into engaging in a way they've not done before. They may place sections of a past life, Reveal something about the person as a soul apart from embodied life, or try to help the person past a block in their current life. A soul book may refuse to engage until a message they've already imparted is worked through and understood. They also gauge the ability of the reader and modify the message accordingly, just as we would if someone were unable to hear us clearly or was still learning our language. We don't talk philosophy or quantum physics to children on the same level we do with adults who work in those fields, for example. There are times when my students become frustrated because their experience of their soul book is different than other students. The grass is always greener, as they say. The thing is, soul book experiences really aren't comparable because they're so very individual. One person seems to get a ton of video-type information over and over again, yet they don't delve into what the information means or what they're supposed to do with it. To them, it's enjoyable as an entertainment and a confirmation their life is good, and so they miss how much deeper they can go and what doors they're being offered. Others are confronted very directly with requests to do things which will dramatically change their lives in the here and now. This can cause anxiety or fear, depending on how dramatic the change or how big the blockage they're being asked to overcome. Something to keep in mind at all times is nothing in the Akashics can hurt us. No harm can come to us while we work there. Also, soul books are a part of our soul, and so have our best interest in mind when we're working with them directly. Receiving this kind of message is rarely what one would consider fun, but it is a gift and not to be overlooked. Fun can be glimpsed on the other side of the confrontation if you're willing to look. Welcome the gift and keep going to find amazing insights and healing and unfolding. Soul books don't usually work towards providing instant gratification. At first, there's quite a bit of it because the process is amazing. Reconnecting with a soul book is satisfying on the deepest of levels, but like any good conversation, the meat of the matter doesn't start to come up until the initial niceties are out of the way. Somewhat like acupuncture, the full benefit of working with a soul book is in the cumulative effect, You get exponentially more out of it the more you do. The subject matter, everything about the individual soul, is rich and complex and amazing. Therefore, it's rare if not impossible for anything concerning the soul to be discussed in depth through just one sitting. Understanding who we are, why we are this way, what we should do in any given situation for our best and highest good, are brilliantly complex issues which require more than a terse conversation and a throwaway fortune cookie response. Having become habituated in our culture to having concrete facts, information provided in 144 characters, instant gratification, and access, students can get very frustrated when they're provided information which doesn't conform to these norms. They struggle with the notion of having to work to discern what something means or needing to work with it more than once to get the benefit. Soul books require us to remember what it is like to listen to the storyteller, the harper, the wise elder. The stories they told rarely had pat endings with morals, but instead drew in the listener, asking them to become part of the story and to choose the part or the ending or the moral which called to the listener's soul. Soul books work in this same way, requiring the individual to participate not only in information gathering, but discovering layer upon layer of meaning in what they're encountering. They also are encouraged to participate in choosing what adventure to follow and where to go next. Soul books work for our best and highest good, but are not an authority or a parent, and will not take our free will from us, which means we're a co-participant in the process, and must in part choose our own adventure. This is especially true with the Opportunity Map in the last section of each soul book. Unless seen in the Overview, which is an advanced skill, the map takes people directly into the box which is labeled Current. This means it represents the individual's life at the current moment. Everything in the box is a symbol, kind of like walking into a dream consciously. What most students do not realize is this box is directly connected to the current life in both directions. It's not only receiving information from the life and recording it, but directs action in the life if changes are made. Hence, when the individual goes there, finds the road, the line connecting one box and the next, and walks it to the next box, their embodied life begins to shift to reflect this. The soul book does not direct what happens in the map, only provides a means to access it. There are no quick answers in the opportunity map, only deep and meaningful ones. It's up to the individual to work with them to get the full benefit from what is being provided. One final thing to keep in mind when working with a soul book A great many people feel they have one unique path, one goal to achieve in this embodied life, like being a superhero or a samurai. What they're looking for is purpose, a reason for why things are the way they are, why they're here, and what they should do going forward. This is fantastic, and I'm so excited when people start this type of seeking. The difficulty comes in how they frame the search to be a means of finding their superhero power. Just look at any current superhero, and you'll find an entire culture of single people who either can't have partnership or leave strings of broken hearts and unrequited love in their wake. They are always alone, always suffering, constantly unbalanced in every aspect of their lives, all in order to achieve their goal, which they may or may not do depending on the narrative they're living through. Interacting with a soul book from the perspective that your life is like a superhero's will get you confusing information at best, as only an infinitesimal number of embodied souls have this kind of life. Embodied lives are not about being heat-seeking missiles attempting to reach one very specific target ending in failure if they don't achieve this. The point of embodied life is to live it, which means making mistakes, going off script, learning through doing, and experiencing the magic of the unexpected. Soul books work from the knowledge that each individual has a plethora of goals and paths and reasons for being here, which are complexly interwoven, unfold in stages over time, and are constantly adjusting in any given moment because of what we and all around us choose to do. Being asked to simplify this into a hero's mission statement is next to impossible, so they rarely do. When asked questions about what superpower do I have, what is my one true path and how do I achieve it, what am I here to do, and the like, Soul books rarely give direct or straight answers because they can't. The remedy for this is to choose to see things differently. Open yourself to the complexities of life, and the message will become much clearer. Soul books are an amazing resource for us and can provide us support and insight throughout our lifetime. Each of us has the ability to choose what the relationship will look like, Are you ready to dive in? And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be looking into why we choose to be male or female in any given embodiment. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website at kashicreading.com. Thanks. Bye.